It's Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, back here in the studio talking about a DC banger we've been waiting on for a year and a half. Matt Reeves is here with a brand new take on The Dark Knight. It's Batman. We got Scotty Scoop, The Giggler, and Carrie Clark in the fourth seat. This is Mostly Superheroes. And welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan. Here we are again, folks, St. Louis, Missouri, in the basement, getting funky. Scotty Scoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Giggler. Hey, friends. Wow. I like this. What do you guys think I of like music? this? I like this. And welcome to the show for the very first time right here, Carrie Clark. Hi. Well, to the studio. That's right. Second time on the show. Second time on the show. First time was the Fast and Furious episode, which can we all agree where we talked about too many movies. If anyone watched that episode, they are still watching it. Yeah. It was neither yeah. fast nor furious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow roll. Hey, we did talk through how many movies, though? Family. All of them? Eight? <laughs> Eight at the no, time? Probably nine. Did you guys nine. do Tokyo Drift? Yes, yes, and also Hobbs and Shaw. We did, but the latest oh, wasn't okay. out yet. So so then 10. Wait, but the latest wasn't out yet. Yeah, the latest at the time. Tokyo Drift doesn't have a number. Well. Neither does Hobbs and Shaw. We all well, know it's... <laughs> it's number three. Tokyo Drift is number three. Obviously. Was there not a Fast and Furious 3? I well, mean, it, it is not, Tokyo Drift. Not, but, in, oh. not in the title. Oh, okay. Fast 9 was the latest one, right? Uh -huh. But technically, it's like the 11th if you count, okay. if you count all the Hobbs oh and Shaw. And well, and if you want to get real in the fandom. Well, let's just go into Fast and the Furious episode <laughs> yeah. part two. So, I mean, that, let's do it. See, there's a lot Isn't to talk about. Up? There Isn't is. Coming up? Well, and, it, and it's actually, if you guys read the show notes I emailed you, then you know the answer is yes, we are actually going to talk a little bit about Fast and Furious today. Just a little oh. bit during, during the news. We got some yeah, casting I thought I, news. I thought I just time traveled for a second. Yeah, I know. Well, the funniest thing is, you were like, does it have a number, Tokyo Drift? Well, it's, that was actually like a major prequel or something. Like, they were like, this took place before Fast and Furious, like, six. And you were supposed to, like, the chronological chronological order is like, one, two, five, six, seven, mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Yeah. And of course, Fast and the Furious. Wow. Yeah. Time travel. Well, we're here to talk about another group of superheroes, <laughs> uh, or at least a superhero, and we're... Super pumped to talk about the Batman today. It finally came. Andy's seen it twice. Battinson. Battinson. Second time was yesterday. You excited to get into the meat today? Yes. This is one of my favorite movies ever. Yes, of course. I knew that coming in. It's Batman, though. So It's Batman. And I've known from day one that you're a diehard. Scotty, I don't think we've ever talked about this point blank. Where's Batman falling for you? Uh, Batman has never really been that high. But, um, yeah, I like Batman. Enough. Enough. <laughs> And Carrie Clark, I guess I call you Carrie Clark in the show for some reason. That's fine. I guess I'm just like, I mean, we can go and plug it. Carrie Clark Design, if you're looking for <laughs> the people that made that Mostly Superheroes brand, tell us people about your relationship with Batman. 
Well, I was introduced to Batman um, through Six Flags Mm -hmm. originally. I hadn't seen any of the movies. It was 1995. Wow. And... I had a season pass. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> the Batman had just been built, and that was my first view of like what Gotham actually was. And I thought that I was like, "What is this?" Because it was I thought the coolest ride and experience. And then Six Flags really just like hit the throttle and rebranded another ride, like the Joker. Mm-hmm. They got Mister Freeze, and then I started watching the movies. <laughs> You were roller coaster wow. first. I guess. Yeah. That's and, really cool. And honestly, what like an origin story. So but yeah. then like never really got into a lot of the older Batman movies until we've watched them recently. Mm-hmm. But definitely a fan of like the Bale movies and was really excited for this one. And I'm a huge fan of Gotham the TV show. Hell yeah. We really enjoyed watching Gotham together. Can't wait to hear your opinions during the meet today, breaking the movie wide open and super thrilled to have you on the show with us today. So welcome. Thank you. Glad thanks to for, be here. Yeah. Thanks for filling that four seat for us. Uh, it's so cool to see you in here. And it's different for me. It's different for Carrie. It's different for all of us. It's going to be a whole new episode with music involved. You guys like the music opening? Yes. We're bringing it's it my in. Favorite. We got it, and there's going to be more music coming at you from Audionautics. You can go find them at audionautics.com. This is through the YouTube audio library. There's a lot of assets and sounds out there for you creators that are totally free. You just got to give people credit. Make sure you list it in your description. Tell them what you're working with. And our music today will be from Audionautics. So I can't wait to sprinkle that in throughout the show. But first up, as always, got a lot to talk about. Some fans to highlight. Some great news. What you watch in titles before we get to the meet. Let's open up with the fans. Fan mail. We always open up the show with fan mail. This is mostly superheroes, and we want to hear your voice. We want to get your text message. We have a studio phone at 754-CALL-LOG. It's 754-225-5564. Save it in your phone. It's mostly superheroes. We do have a fan voicemail to feature during the meet. Cannot wait to do it. First up, though, today, since we're highlighting most of our fans... In the meet, we have a lot of Batman fan mail. Of course, Batman being as big as as he is, uh, we got some lists to highlight. Lots of folks from online that reached out to us. Can't wait. But for today, I had to highlight a conversation that got a little debate going on Twitter with Rob Keys, who is the creator of Screen Rant, and also our boy, Will Compton, who's host of Bussin' with the Boys, a podcast out there, and Will's a longtime friend of mine. Rob Keyes says, Captain Crunch and Golden Grahams are the greatest sugary cereals. I came out, said I disagree with this. Personal favorite, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Rob says, get the F out with that soggy, sandy shit. (laughs) Uh, Will jumped in. He agreed. Golden Grahams, trash. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is great. He also loves Crunchberries which is Captain Crunch, obviously. And then Rob shared this. I mean, I've never heard of this in my life. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinna Dust that like comes in like a container that you can sprinkle Cinna Dust onto like your toast or something. So I just wanted to go round table real quick. We, we kind of got a little heated here on Twitter. I'm not even showing the whole discussion. You can go follow that online. Giggler, <laughs> let's start with you. Give us your top cereal. Corn Pops. Corn Pops? Yeah, I'm weird. Get on this mic. Wow. I'm weird. I don't know why. 
it's just that's the only cereal that I ever eat. I don't I don't eat a lot of cereal. So I I, I liked corn pops. Corn okay, pops. good. Do you remember corn pops? I remember corn pops. It's just basic. I'd like to. I, I don't even know pops. if that's like a sh- considered a sugary one. Probably not. But. No, it was like bland puffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just I just enjoyed it. I don't know. I never got into like the sugary ones. Carrie. Honestly, Golden Grams has always been one of my favorites. And anytime I answer that, when I'm asked this question, I get Jesus Christ. That's terrible. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of glad that he, he put Golden Grams right there in the beginning. I agree with him. Golden yeah. Grams are great. You're in. So you and Rob totally agree. All right, Scotty. Uh first off, Golden Grams are trash. All right, agreed. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best cereal. And why anyone would put Captain Crunch? Crunch berries exist. Yeah. Why would anyone choose to eat Captain Crunch? Yeah. When crunch berries are a thing. So you're saying that so Captain Crunch is like the yellow pieces with the crunch berries. No, no, no. Captain Crunch is just Oh, it's, it's just the yellow. It's just the yellow. And then they brought the berries. And then out. they brought crunch berries. And then, and then they, they did oops, oops all, all berries. berries. Whoops. <laughs> oh, we accidentally <laughs> dropped this bin. What a happy accident. Those people at the crunch berry factory are idiots because <laughs> it just keeps happening. Yeah. And like thank good they they have these great designers on hand that can be like, well, we can get you a box. We'll fix yeah. it. They're like, what if we'll we own this? It. And we're like, whoops. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Boo Berries? Were you guys fr- fans of these? Not a fan of chocolate cereal. Nah. None? None. Cocoa Pebbles? Nope. Anything Fruity that little. Pebbles. Reese's Puffs? Maybe a little bit. Cocoa Puffs. That sounds kind of good. Cocoa Puffs, I'd be in for too. Lucky bit, like, Charms? Cookie Crisp? Cookie Crisp. Ooh. All right. Ooh. What about Waffle Crisp? It's been a while. They we were should, little we waffles. Just got, we should have <laughs> yeah. had like taste tests, like just cereal. Well, well we could do this. This is the beginning. Mostly cereal. Mostly cereal. Is this about what to be what mostly madness is going to be? Just cereal debates? Because it's March. It's March. If we can get our shit together, is it going to happen? Like Today's March March. You know, IMAX has a tournament out there right now that's a movie tournament. I'm like about to just be like... Do we just like let's do the IMAX movie tournament <laughs> yes. so we don't have to deal? I'll pass them out. Like we should do that. Carrie <laughs> saying like because she's the one that has to make all the assets for it. I'm like, dude, oh my god, it's so so much manpower. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, appreciate the share, fans. We want to hear from you on the cereal debate. I think it's far from over. It's something that happens for all time, especially us '90s sugar kids. I mean, who doesn't love a sugary cereal? Oh yeah. What about nowadays? Your kids eat what kind of your kids Cinnamon eat cereal? Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yep, I got uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Lucky Charms. Do you eat cereal still? Just, nah, not really. We just got back on a cereal kick. I I, I want to get in one now because it's, for whatever reason, it's been brought up in my in my circles a lot lately, so I need to up my cereal game. Why don't, what we get? Special K. Special K, okay. fa- Special strawberries? K. Strawberries Whoa. and yeah. the fruit and yogurt. And we put bananas on top. It's a oh, vehicle yeah. for sliced up bananas. Yes. Cereal. Yeah. Health. There you go. All right. Fan mail is all about cereal today. More fans coming <laughs> later in the meet. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Will. Get on Twitter. Follow us at Mostly Superhero and weigh in on the conversation. With that, let's talk about the news. News and rumors. Quick couple bits of news today. Looking at first up, a new trailer just dropped. Remember the prequels in the Star Wars area? Well, they're cool again. Ewan McGregor's back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. The trailer is here, coming at us here from The Verge. Appreciate Chaim Gartenberg over there giving us the link. I watched this earlier. Holy cow, this thing looks unbelievable. Obi-Wan, Anakin, droids, new characters I've never heard of. Everything going on. Giggler, how did this trailer go for you today? All I needed to hear was just the last two seconds. Which part? 
<sighs> oh, you also got that the- guy. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I feel, like, I feel, like the, I feel like the Batman took a page out yeah. of the score right? <laughs> from Star Wars. Uh, Scotty, how'd this one go for you? Oh, man, I am so amped for this. This trailer just, I know it's a limited series, but it looked like a movie. Yeah, and it feels like a movie. Yes. It feels like they're saying, like, we're back. Yeah, like, we're going all in on this. Like, Mando, all this other Star Wars stuff, it's going to pale in comparison to what we bring to the table here. And I don't want to skip you, Carrie, but you didn't watch this today, right? No. And you're not, and you're still like Star Wars, I think in terms of you, like we watched The Mandalorian, you're all in. Yeah. I think you heard our Boba Fett episode. You and I were kind of on the same page about this. Yeah. Did you watch any of the movies with you and McGregor ever with no. Star Wars? No. So this is just like to you, like another Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. So for us though, I mean, when that episode three ended, right? And we're talking the prequel days and you got Obi-Wan and the, I'm going to drop off Luke and Leia at these different places. When you were watching that movie, you were like, I want to see all this. Like, there's just too much that happens between three and four. And you're like, where is this? Where is And like, then the next thing you see is just Luke and Leia thinking they're not right. brother and sister. Yeah. And Obi-Wan is 80. Yeah. And he does like, yeah, he has like one last fight. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to get the middle ground. Obi-Wan's oh, yes. back. The show's here. Do we know how many episodes? Anybody know? I'm I'm no gonna clue. say probably six. It's a guess. No yeah, I'm guessing it's six. Eight. Just calling it Star Wars Episode Three Point Five. You're saying that's the rating? That's just, that's just what I know. No, just Episode Three Point Five because it's just in oh, between. Three I thought and you were four. already like it's a three point five. No, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> I hope it's a four zero, but I don't know. Um, I this I mean the limited sc- series part scares me because it just means to me like they're this is like one and done. But like you know you're gonna get like young Luke Skywalker. It looks like yeah, he looked to be about uh maybe eight. Eight yep, to, eight to ten. Hayden Christensen is full on back in the suit, yeah. helmet off, live action. Darth Vader looks like they've done this in the Clone Wars from time to time. You've watched it. Mm-hmm. Does it look like similar things they've done, but now it's like yeah. he's back. They're going, they're going all out. Gonna have a rematch at some he was, point. He was in it with his helmet off in the, in trailer? the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even notice. Did you watch? I, I skimmed it. Honestly, did you accidentally just watch Boba Fett again? <laughs> Thank God, no, <laughs> no. Um, all right, we can't wait for this. This is coming up, what, this summer? Uh, May 25th. May 25th, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can bet your butt we'll be talking about it. Cannot wait. Next up, movie that just came to streaming services, Fast and Furious, F9, finally coming to HBO Max. This was on March 4th, so actually it's already there if you're listening to this. And I brought this up for one simple reason. We talked about it in the opening of today's episode, of course. Are we going to talk about this movie, Andy? I'm impartial. You don't I, care. I still haven't seen most of this franchise, so. But I really enjoyed listening to you guys break it down with with my boy Mikey. So and he's, he's dying to come oh, and yeah, talk about would, this. He would be in here for it, like in a in a heartbeat. Carrie, you guys know I always <laughs> talk about them. <laughs> so you're in. Yeah. What do you think of the F9? Because we saw it in theaters. Yeah, we did. And you loved it. Yeah. Yeah, we walked out and you were like, that was perfect. That's, that's a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> I'd for sure That's what we're all movie, there for. Though, to, to prepare for this. Like, yeah, I didn't see. I've not, I've not seen it either. When so, you guys came to me with the last Fast and Furious episode, I wasn't going to watch eight movies. To catch up? <laughs> to catch well, up. Well, we did. <laughs> yeah, we watched. We were watching them all. We were like, we're primed and ready. Didn't know we were going to talk for three hours. Scotty, you're not in on the franchise, are you? Um, I, uh, I'm excited for the new castings. You guys here? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa added as the villain. 
just playing Aquaman. I, yeah, he's just Aquaman. <laughs> Ba- Barry has really screwed up the timeline this time. <laughs> yeah, it took me to that flashpoint. Um, all right, well, it sounds like we, between Mike and Carrie, I think we could find enough of a reason to get in here. Definitely. Okay, Fast and Furious F9. If you are a fan, go watch it on HBO Max. It's just sitting there ready for you, and you can probably watch for a future episode of Mostly Superheroes where we talk about it. Let's get into what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? That's where we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing out here in the real world. And we want to feature you during this segment. We'd love to feature fans first, but this week it's us, Giggler. We're going roundtable. So you're up first. Tell us about what you're watching on Disney Plus. Spider-Man cartoon on Disney Plus. Oh, man, this is just so much better than expected. I don't. Well, hold on. Let's clarify. Spider-Man. I, but there's 1990s? there's 1990s yes because yeah, Disney Plus has many Spider-Man yes, cartoons. Right. My fault. You're right. There right. Is a, there is a lot. You're right. This is this. I think it was 94 when this came out. And this is the one that we're. I mean, this good is one. this is like everything. I, I just expected it just to be going in. I was like, this is just going to be Spider-Man, his villains, and they're just going to keep recycling stories here and there. But like this had this has everyone in it. There's a whole season with Doc like Doctor Strange. Like really, there's that brings in everybody. Like I don't want to spoil stuff, but like you see. Characters everyone X Men you could you see what like Avengers it's just great yeah I, I never I never knew that was a thing I guess I didn't I remember watching parts of this as a kid but not Same. not a hundred percent but it was it was extremely enjoyable like like start to finish there there's definitely some slow times where you get to like a villain that you didn't know much about and you're like what this this person this is weird and I, I just like it, but then again you just never know if you're gonna see that person like there's one that chameleon i think was one oh person yeah that, that person that was a huge part of the show that i did hadn't seen at all and then they just casted that person to be in uh i think craven the hunter possibly craven yeah 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 i don't remember who the casting was but um then it, it just ends with like the final few episodes were really good so at least skip to the end watch like did you season. so you watch beginning i watched end. five seasons in like a couple weeks wow that's really cool like i'm i'm here i'm hearing what you're saying like because i remember watching this as a kid and like the i think the misconception is I, I watched all these, you know, I've seen all these. And then like when you like I'm learning with the X-Men, because I'm I rewind whenever after she goes to sleep, I watch X-Men at night and I'm like every episode. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like this show is crazy. I'm like, they're in some alternate dimension now. Like Professor Xavier and Magneto are just walking around. I don't remember this. You know, I yep. bet Spider-Man's probably pretty similar. It's yeah, it was way better than expected. And the, the last few episodes were just like almost like and I was this is all kind of I was watching it like shortly after No Way Home. So this was all you're in the mood. Yeah, there's lots of lots of spideys. It was it was amazing. Well, you watched the whole show. What's what's your rating? Um, I would give it like three point four. Nice. It's hard to rate cartoons, I guess, because but the story was I mean, it it kept me entertained. There were were a few times, like I said, that were kind of a little little boring, but you just skip certain episodes and you're not going to miss much. Yeah, you're still watching a fun cartoon. 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 There's five like five seasons, like maybe Ten to twelve each, so it's so watch. So you watch this? Watch. Oh, I've I've watched it. Yeah. When's the last? Like recently? Um, I'll run a, an episode every now and then. Your kids watch it? Uh, my kids have never been into this kind of stuff. Uh, they watched a lot of Teen Titans. You remember the Teen Titans? Oh, Teen cartoons? Titans. I was into yeah. that. Oh, they love that show. That was fun. Yeah. You got a little little corny, and I'm guessing Carrie. Never. No. <laughs> Not really. Like, what were your cartoons? Um, I was more of a like. Early on, like Beavis and Butthead and Daria. Of course. And then 
I mean, I guess like you had cool it, parents. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I couldn't even watch Red and Stimpy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely watch that. Um, but also like the Nickelodeon cartoons, like Rugrats and all that. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Real Monsters. Mm-hmm. Watch that oh yeah, that yeah. was. Good. I could bar- my, wow. I was barely allowed to watch that one. Really? Just because it was wow. kind of different. Was it because of the eyeball guy? <laughs> eyeball guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what? He's holding those. Yeah. It's like a big nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom said, Andy. I was seven. All right. Next up. Let's go round table. Carrie Clark, you watched this on Showtime? I did. Yes. We watched a, it's called UFO. Are you ready? Tell us. Um, it is a miniseries from J.J. Abrams. And it's kind of like a, a fresh look at UFOs and aliens and how, like the historical overview of when they first started showing up in the media and ties to the government and i guess the like, big idea is um they're not trying i mean it's another documentary about this stuff it's the same kind of footage that you've seen in like all the other ones that are on netflix but we liked it we thought it was it showed like some fresh things that i hadn't heard before and other stuff and i mean it's just very interesting to me all yeah. of it it was like a four part and mm-hmm. what's what we what intrigued us was that it was the more recent news since like they released the big uh drop about all the stuff out of the Pentagon twenty twenty one. This is like that's like what triggered this to be made. They're okay. like, Okay, we're gonna address a lot of what came out. So I think we felt like, yeah, we saw a lot of things that we had like seen before, but we saw a lot of things that we had never seen before too. Like there were like some new sightings that I had never personally seen. You may have because you were more in tune. Um, so a little bit cookie cutter, but I think think it brought a lot more to the table than like your typical alien documentary. You know, it wasn't like above and beyond like where we ended it and we were like, oh my god, we got to get everybody watching this. But it was yeah. like we didn't regret watching it. Yeah, and I think they did a good job of also um, bringing in people that like. I mean, I've rec- you recognize a lot of the people across. Like, there's a a reporter, George Knapp, I think. Yep. And he's been in a bunch of them that we've watched because like they're the experts in it and they're the ones that have like spent like their whole careers like doing this. So it's good to hear from familiar faces and that they have a platform to talk about this kind of stuff. And they also, it's all interesting. Well, they also did a lot of like uh, the first time I'd seen the documentary really like tackle it head on is like they were talking about the government putting out like, here's this news and talking about them on purpose, like misleading the public all the time that like if it's really about this like it's probably like three more levels deeper that like this isn't what they actually wanted you know it's more like look over here because back here is like you know we actually have new ships we don't want you to know about yeah um giggler andy or i'll scotty scoop either one have you guys seen this no no i i didn't know jj abrams had anything to do with it and i also didn't realize it was a documentary exactly you think like jj abrams ufo this is a story yeah oh this is all real so do these uh like one hour episodes give or yeah. take about yeah, yeah four, i think that about four maybe a little longer than that are we alone definitely not i <laughs> mean like for me it's like no duh we're not alone yeah you'd be foolish yeah. to think what we're is alone. what a re- yeah. infinite yeah. galaxy here like yeah. it's so big that i don't know how you could believe there's not at least just one other planet with yeah. like somebody um the question that it becomes is like are they coming regularly like our aliens coming back and forth regularly and like have been here for a long time and influence us in some way or are they visiting because they're just kind of spectating 
like have they been here on the planet before me and carrie think yes just with the history and a lot of the things that like can't be explained in terms mm. of, like the pyramids and like other pieces of history that you just can't quite grasp it's like they've probably like been around you believe in aliens yeah i, I agree there's something something like that gotta be all right just odds are odds are not yeah it'd be uh, cool if they were just i just want it to happen where it's like it's just on the, every news channel yeah. at the same time and it's like there's an alien and he's like we're listen, here now listen what's up guys we can finally right. tell you everything he's wearing like a marvel shirt <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah maybe they try they're like let's just give them superheroes first and then we'll break the news yeah. that this is way we'll bigger than they even think in. show yeah. them eternals yeah once they start grasping like a multi-universe concept then we can start we like can talk really talking to like, them. We need about ten more seasons of Rick and Morty before we can show up. <laughs> um, oh, oh, geez, Rick. Uh, how about a rating? Um, three point two. Nice. Made that three. Made, made it over Fair. the three. I like that. Yeah. I think I'd give it like a a three point oh. Okay. Like it because Fair. it was just there. Yeah. Mm. All right, UFO Showtime. Go check it out. Four part series. Scotty Scoop, you're up. This is on Amazon. Tell us about this one. Reacher. Anybody familiar with this one? Only that it's been made. Okay. A couple. Jack Reacher? Um, Jack Reacher uh, was uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. That's uh, all he, I know. He did two films. Never saw him. Um, so this is based on uh, a, a series called Jack Reacher, <laughs> uh, written by Lee Child. He uh, published the first book in 1997, and there are 27 so far in this book series. Hmm. He is a army, uh, a former army investigator, and he is just a badass. Well, I mean, look at him. Look yeah. at him, guys. That's the most badass poster I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Alan. Um, Alan Richson. What played Aquaman on Smallville. Aquaman on Smallville. Uh, Hawk on Titans. Yep. yep. Uh, he was Raphael in the, uh, the two latest Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah. Um, Blue Mountain State. Anybody watch that? I I have before and I've seen him in it. Okay, so um, basically, you know, they made the two films with Tom Cruise. A lot of the fan base, and this is a hundred million sold book series. Very famous, popular book. Very popular book. A lot of fans happy to see. A lot this. of fans. Um, they were very disappointed. Tom Cruise is. I'm I'm just gonna put this out here. Tom Cruise is my favorite actor. Period. Period. Oh, this is why you were so pumped about the Ultimate Spider-Man or the uh, Iron Man Iron theory. Man, yes. You're like, please. Uh, I loved those movies. Okay, a lot of the fans were um, disheartened. As good as Tom Cruise is, he's only five foot seven, mm -hmm. and in the books, he is this. Yeah, um, large, very imposing. Yeah, um, basically a guy that can sweat well. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> a roided out Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And uh, this uh, first season of Reacher, already been renewed for a second season, uh -huh. was fantastic. Eight episodes, about an hour each. Uh, he just strolls into this town. And this is what you'll find about this character. He is just... Watch the spoilers. Uh, okay, well, he's basic to this character. He doesn't really have a home. Okay. He wanders from town to town. He lives on, I guess, his pension. Mm-hmm. And just does whatever he wants and solves crimes. And he's just he's doing his thing. He's just doing his thing. He shows up in a town, 
some murders happen. So this is probably a little bit different than the previous iterations, which were more probably right. like, we're an organization, we're going to bring you in. Right. Um, uh, there's the murders. He gets accused in episode one mm-hmm. and has to kind of figure his way out of it. Mm-hmm. And some of the best uh, choreographered uh, uh, fight scenes. Man, there's some good action in this show. And good mystery. Uh, kept me glued to my seat for eight episodes. I was waiting for each one. Fantastic show. Go ahead and rate it. Uh, 3.7. Wow. I am down for more of this. And like I said, 27 books. Yeah. Already renewed for season two. We're going to see more of this show. You're excited. At least five seasons. Did Shanna watch it? Uh, Yeah, she watched some of it. And? Oh, some uh, of it. Yeah. She was just like not connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a reach. Yeah. <laughs> you seen this? No. No, but that was good. Will you watch it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't Am- know. Amazon Prime. I'll, I'm looking. I'll look into it. I, watch I, I, the first episode. You'll be hooked. Okay. He's pushing you. Amazon Prime. Come on. Amazon Prime is is a win. Like they they know what they're doing. Did you they, watch they the they Jack do. Ryan on, show? On some stuff. Lately. No. No. John with, Krasinski. With, yeah. With that's Jim? one that's kind of Jim. that I've been like really close to my to also that list. a great great show. I just never been like crazy into like those stories like you know like tom clancy yeah yeah it's, it's, it's kind of like that similar right it's a it's a murder mystery oh well the, you know i mean you're i mean that, that might get us yeah murder mystery i think we'll watch it you think yeah. so yeah you're 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 in yeah okay reacher mm-hmm. reacher on hardly, amazon prime look at that reacher guy. hardly know only for the mystery <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks scotty scoop highly reviewed Reacher, go check it out. Last but not least, myself, Apple TV Plus, The Shrink Next Door. Uh, eight episodes? Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd. This is a, apparently a true story, but the show does open up with a disclaimer of we have intensified certain situations and dra- dramatized yeah. certain things to make it more probably entertaining. <laughs> but the general idea here is Will Ferrell plays an introverted, nerdy, 30-year-old man that just is barely running his business. His dad is, like, passed away, and he's running the shop now. He's got a sister that's, like, very involved, helps him, like, keep his anxiety under control. Finally decides to go see a therapist to get help. That's Paul Rudd. And this guy is not a great therapist. <laughs> he gets he does not understand boundaries. It goes from therapist to best friend to family friend. And I will not say anything else because it's Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd playing a couple Jewish guys. And it was just an absolute joy. I'd give it absolutely a 3.5. Wow. Would you add anything? Um, it was based off of a podcast. Yes. That was on the Wondery Network, I believe. Yep. Called The Shrink Next Door. And I listened to the podcast a long time ago, but it must have been like I binged it like traveling or something because i don't remember it very well but the tv show was great they did a really good job making it into a tv show yeah I and agree. the acting was great yeah and i mean i gotta tell you apple tv it's like i haven't we've only watched a handful of things on there but i gotta say the success rate is high i mean you talk about the movies we've seen um tv show that we watched severance we're in the middle of that right now and like that's one that we're watching weekly because i can't wait Mm-hmm. Wow. Very good shows. Very good nice. shows. Like yeah. shows that are going to make you go like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like you just kind of really start looking. They, they show some hard looks. Andy, you have Apple TV Plus? I do. I actually turned this on one day and watched like half of the first episode and fell asleep and I just never restarted it. But you, yeah. you have, 
you've ignited the flame. I'm, I'll, I'll go back here for sure. Well, and I think they're like 35, 40 minute episodes. I love Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. So it's just a matter. One, I remember seeing this preview. And it was like, this is this needs to happen. I don't know if Apple TV just doesn't like advertise a lot or something. What's what are you watching on? The, oh, that's what I watch it on. But I just don't like. I don't see like ads for a lot of their shows until like yeah after it comes out. I don't know. Um, do you have Apple TV Plus? I don't. Not yet. No. Have you thought about it? I have. Because I'm not gonna, um, I'm not here to pressure you to do it either. I'm genuinely curious. Uh, I, I've thought about it. I mean, it sounds like they've got some good content if if I were to sign up for a couple of months and, and just kind of binge some of it. Mm-hmm. And if I like it, I'll keep it. If I don't. Mythic Quest. It's very high up Mythic there. Quest. Uh, I saw, what's the, the soccer one? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the first two that come to Palm, my mind. Movie, personally. Justin Timberlake, Palmer. Palmer, yeah. uh, you guys have talked about, is it The Morning Show? Yep. Morning Show. That's great. Yeah. So that great. Amazing Stories. Oh, Amazing Stories, Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. Did you ever watch Amazing Stories no. before? It's I like, know. they brought it back, I guess. This is like a show from like decades, um, I say decades ago, at least 10 years plus ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of sci-fi-y, each episode. It's kind of like Black Mirror almost. Kind of like oh, Black okay. Mirror, Meets, X-Files, yeah. not X-Files, uh, Twilight Zone. Okay. Yeah. So new premise every week. Yeah, totally. Basically. Totally new okay. everything. Kind of inter- intertwined though. It's just like I oh, will just give him something to do. Because, well, it's it's not just him. It's, him. it's Steven Spielberg and like I want to say one or two big name writers, but okay. yeah, it's, it, we haven't watched it. So it's probably been going on about two years since we've seen that. Yeah, it came out bef- way before COVID. And we've been waiting for more seasons. We and, were like, please. And, yeah, never. We don't know what's happening. We don't. Apple, tell us. But great show. All right, Shrink Next Door, Apple TV Plus, lots happening on there. Good variety today, guys. Yeah. Something from just about everywhere. And with that, we are warmed up. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time to talk about the latest iteration of The Dark Knight, Matt Reeves, The Batman. Stick around. We'll be right back. In 1961, the Fantastic Four returned from space and the world changed forever. Over the next year, the Earth experienced three alien attacks, the destruction of Lower Manhattan, and the reemergence of ancient gods. Super Serious 616 is the podcast that covers it all from the inside. What would it be like to live in that world? Join Ed and Mike as they ask questions no one else is asking. Is Iron Man a good use of shareholder capital? Subscribe at Super Serious 616 or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan. Back here again with Scotty Scoop, the Giggler, and Carrie here. Got four people in the studio here to talk about a film we have been waiting on for about a year and a half, two years since we probably heard the mumblings of this thing. It is the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you're here. It's why we're here. And today, it's all about a brand new iteration of a character seen many times over the decades in comic books, TV series, and many movies. We have a new film coming at us from Matt Reeves. We're going to talk about it, break it down, spoiler alert right now for The Batman. <laughs> Movie premiered on March 3rd, 2022. Came out of Warner Brothers Studios, of course. DC Comics, directed by Matt Reeves. Music by Michael Giacchino. Did I say that right, Scotty? Yes. 
That is, if you don't know, Lost, many other titles. We see his name pop up across, I feel like, all sorts of things we watch. But I remember him from Lost. He brought it in this movie, too. This movie had a budget of $200 million. How to do at the box office. It's killing it, if you're wondering. Let's uh, hear from Eric Davis at Fandango, Rotten Tomatoes. He says, this was three days ago. The Batman grabs $128.5 million in its opening weekend. That is the biggest opening of 2022 so far. The fifth biggest opening for a DC Comics movie, the third biggest for DCEU, and third for a solo Batman film, and WB's first movie to cross $100 million opening weekend since 2017's It. From The Wrap, we love The Wrap, we read articles from them all the time, reading straight from them with $258 million already in the bank. This was from this morning worldwide and a strong word of mouth from critics and audiences the batman has a good chance to join spider-man no way home as the second movie of the COVID era to gross over one billion dollars worldwide on its reported 200 million dollar budget this is crazy the batman of course one of the most popular superheroes of all time and it seems like Everyone out here agrees. I don't have the ratings in front of me. Anybody know what the Rotten Tomatoes is at the top of their head? I know that I think I looked this morning. It was at like 93% going high, looking hot. And we're going to talk about the story. A little bit about the synopsis before we get into it. We'll do a roundtable of gut checks here. The story here, reading straight from Google, Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld when a sadistic killer leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues as the evidence begins to lead closer to home and the scale of the perpetrator's plans becomes clear. He must forge a new relationship, many new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuser of power and corruption that has long played the Metropolis. I mean, Google the Metropolis. Let's just say what it is. Gotham City. Gotham City. <laughs> I mean, that's a little too close to Superman. Well, let's do a roundtable right here. We talk about Batman a lot in the show. I'm a huge fan, but I want to hear from you guys. Giggler, all the hype of this character, of this movie. We talked about it a year and a half ago when that trailer came out. Going into the film, what did this movie mean to you? Seeing the preview, what Matt Reeves had put out, going into the theater, what did you think about this thing? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Like, it's just a different feeling. Like, it's been a while. Like, I don't... All, just for whatever reason, from the start, I just never had a good feeling about Batfleck, but Battinson, I, I I was very confident on, and it well over delivered expectations. And you've seen it twice. Yes. Okay, we'll and get. I'll in. see it again. You'll see and it again. again. Can't wait to get your rating. Talk about some of our favorite parts. Carrie, who is Batman to you, and what was this movie to you? I was really, really excited for this movie. Um, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises were amazing, and. I was hopeful that this was going to strike kind of on that same level for me. And honestly, leaving the theater, it was kind of a bit of a disappointment just because I think I had held it up too high, mm. maybe. Um, but I felt like I I wanted a few other things. I didn't get a few things. Mm -hmm. And um, Pattinson was fine. All right, and as always, we'll see how you feel when we get through it, because you always feel maybe a little different once That's we talk about it. That's very true. I think that that might happen. Scotty Scoop, how about you? Give us a premise of uh, where you were when you went into the theater for this one. Uh, I went in with, um, I would say, even expectations. With DC's recent track record, uh, I mean, the the only thing I can really say that was great in their, their current, I guess you could say the last 10 years, was Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. And I was like, can they really do it? 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything looked great. Everything I was hearing was great. And I went in and I was, uh, my expectations were met. Nice. That's always, a, that's always a good thing. Yes. Uh, I was neither disappointed or, you know, overly happy. Okay. I like, you cause know? there's a lot of mixed reviews out there. We got people saying this is the best Batman of all time. We got people saying that this guy didn't do it justice. We got a whole mixed bag and we got a ton of fan mail to feature. We got nice. some list of feature. We got some write, written in reviews. Before that, let's do some gut checks. Got to give a shout out to a YouTube channel, Spoiler Explain. They helped me recap myself today, like a six minute, real tight. Here's what it did. I would highly recommend you go find Spoiler Explain. We'll have the link to that along with all the sources we've mentioned in today's episode in the description. All right, we did those gut checks. Let's do a recap, review, and ratings. Let's get right into the story. Let's talk about some of our favorite parts. Let's talk about things we like, things we didn't like. This is two-year Batman, right? Yep, Batman year two. We're in. Spoiler alert for the film. He is just Robert Pattinson opening it up with a dialogue to himself via a Batman journal telling you about kind of where he is in Gotham City right now, which is, I'm two years in being Batman. This is my creed. And he's got like an, it's, it's, it's Matt Reeves decides very quickly. We're getting into the psyche of the Batman a little bit more. Yeah. I, I will say though, that journal seemed to play a big role in the first 10 minutes, but not really anywhere else. Right. It seemed like they did the first open narration and I didn't really, I don't remember much else throughout the movie, maybe a little bit here and there. Other than the fact that another character in the movie has his own journal later yeah. in the movie that becomes part. It's planting seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for this one, because it's such, first of all, this let's just talk about the movie, how long it is. Three hours? Three hours. And it's three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, to me, it felt like almost like a like it could have been broken up very easily in a miniseries. I think we should try to recap this one kind of quickly so we can get right into, like, our favorite parts. Sure. So, like, v- really quick, high-level recap. I mean, we talked about some of the people in here. Robert Pattinson, of course, playing the Batman. Zoe Kravitz in here. Selena Kyle. Paul Dano is the Riddler. Colin Farrell. Here is the Ping one. Looks totally different. Jeffrey Wright, everything he does is great. Playing yes. James Gordon, and uh, man, this movie here. Uh, again, I kind of want to recap it somewhat quick, quickly, just the the basic storyline. But Batman is two years in; he's still new at this, and very quickly, he's going to have to be facing many different facets from Gotham. He's got the crime lords like Valcone, the Penguin doing the the things that they always do. And then he's got like the classic bad guys from Batman. And let's get out of the way. The big bad of this one is the Riddler. All right. What do you think of the Riddler, Andy? He's just chilling. That duct tape. Yeah. The mask. Yeah. The voice. He killed it. Like, honestly, just so dark and like perfect for this, this environment, like in in, in the movie, like just for this, this Gotham, like this tone, I think, and everything he, they, they killed it. For sure. Carrie, what did you think of Gotham City? I feel like it rains a lot. That's there rain. was so much rain. A lot of water. Lo- too much water. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the grunge, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the city itself looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think that the handling of the grunge element felt a little bit like we are making a grunge movie, so it has to have rain and it has to be dark. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish it was a little, I don't know, less like on the nose. Yeah. We are grunge. It definitely felt a lot like I, I had those hints of like the Gotham TV show a little bit, even like further back to like the cartoon, the Batman 90s cartoon. Yeah. It felt like 
Um, right out of the gate, though, man, the first time we see the Batman in full force is straight out of the trailer. He beats up that gang of thugs, kind of shows you who he is. Scotty, talk to me what you thought about this bat suit. Uh, I I liked this bat suit. Um, it seemed to be practical and um, you know, basic. The boots, the boots, love the boots. You know, with some some of the scenes where he was walking, kind of had like that spur jingle, like kind of kind of like a cowboy for real. And uh, yeah, I thought it was great. You know, especially in that opening scene where the the thugs were all messing with the the people and everything just kind of quiets down, and you just hear him, and they focus on the darkness, and he yes. just kind of emerges. Yes. And this is where they drop you in, right? Two-year Batman on the streets, being gritty, learning. Like, kind of you can tell, like, I'm going to see what I can do against these bad guys. Yeah. You kind of feel that. Like, this is, an, oh, this is not an OP, overpowered, you know, Batman in his prime. Yes. He's it, still learning. He's taking some shots. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like that. I like the realism of just, like, this is like a kid, essentially. Right. You know? And, like, also very different than, like, you know, Carrie mentions The Dark Knight, where, you know, you get Bruce Wayne immediately with, like, the League of Shadows. This is definitely not that storyline. Right. This right. is, like, Bruce Wayne. Like, what was his training? Any, Al- Alfred, don't know. I think. Alfred, Alfred talks about training him at one yeah. point. But, like, yes. there's really no other, there's no references to the League. The there, league yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff, like, in the, the content, mm-hmm. you know, comic books and stuff like that, where Alfred is, like, a badass. Yes. Like, British Special Forces. And you see that in Gotham as well. They got the whole show, Pennyworth. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, a lot of different iterations showing, like, how he was a more of a mentor than they've shown him in other movies. Yeah. It seems like this movie may have been the one where he was. Andy Circus. Yeah. Great. Which is great. Yeah. So good. Um, I, I wanted more of Alfred. Absolutely. I he thought. He was very absent. Every, yeah. Not not there until his big parts later in the film, you yeah. know? So let's get into some of that with some of our villains. So we meet the, the Riddler very early on, and this is where we're getting the layout of this plan, where basically Gotham is as corrupt as you've ever seen it. Yeah. It's like the worst it's ever been. This isn't any kind of Gotham's getting on the road to, to, to better. It's no, everything's corrupt. Everybody pretty much knows it. And the Riddler is here to basically bring it out into the open, mm-hmm. bring out the secrets of who's at first, like the mayor or yep. like, uh, mayor. yeah, the, the sitting mayor, the first for reelection, which this is where you get the first kill, the tape, the Riddler leaving the, the clues for the Batman. And right away, Batman's got something to deal with. And it's going to be yeah. ongoing, many attacks from the Riddler ongoing. And also in this movie, we meet Catwoman. Played by Selena Kyle, who is involved with Cal, uh, uh, Carmine, Carmine Falcone. Uh, you know what yeah. I almost said? Calzone. Yum. Calzone, Calzone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's got ties to them, and they end up hitting off right away. And like they don't mess around, really. It's like, hey, oh, Batman finds out that she's Catwoman, kind of just by like seeing her change into her outfit. And then like from then on out, it's like, hey, we're going to team up a little bit on this and see right. if we can help each other out. I enjoyed that dynamic for the whole movie. I didn't expect to, but I liked it a lot. Which dynamic? Uh, Just back, like between Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, seemed bat, like Bat Cat. Seemed like they got on the same page pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a lot of backstory about Batman. This is definitely like just dropping you in. Did, is there any yeah. hints to the origin story at all, like with his parents? Um, I think they run through that later in the movie, uh-huh. where there is some questions on how his parents died you know was it so and so set up a murder or Mm -hmm. was it random but 
I think it does it uh, uh, justice to not dive into that again. Yes. Like we can only mm-hmm. see Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot in an alleyway so many times, just like in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uncle Ben, you know, over and Uncle over. Ben over and over and over. We don't need it. Well, and what they do in this one, let's kind of like skip through some of the storytelling. The Riddler is kind of bringing up these truths about the Wayne family, about the, I forget what the uh, big renewal, the renewal program that the Thomas Wayne founded, which was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be the program that saves Gotham. We're going to open up the school for the young boys. They brought the orphanage yeah. boys. Billion back. dollars. Yes. And it's going to change everything. Turns out this money immediately was being used by the mobsters yeah. in town. Every the um, And we also get some like dirt on Thomas Wayne. Right. That like he's not like this idealist guy that like is wholesome and, and true that he also has a little bit of a dark past. He finds right. some guy that um, was going to out him and put him in the bad, bad spotlight. He ended up yeah, a reporter of some kind, a reporter. Yeah, that's what it was. And decides uh, he needs a little help from Valcone to deal with this. And how do you think that's going to happen? But he's going to kill the guy. Right. Well, I just wanted to wanted him to get roughed up or something like that. Well, and then, you know, there was a couple of sides to the story. You don't really know what to believe. Yeah, everybody's kind of telling their own tale. Yeah. And then there's tales about Martha Wayne being in Arkham Asylum. Uh, I think it was her mother. It was her mom? I think so. No, it was Martha Wayne. I think both. I think the mother was I, was a murder. Like, oh, it was a murder-suicide. But I think Martha might have been in Arkham too, possibly. I like can't. there were photos yeah. of her, like there also, like for bouts of time, and that she dealt with this. And I was like, this is all. This is. I mean, I've never heard of this before in other movies, but like in terms of comic book, have you read a lot of Batman comics? Yeah, yeah, I have a lot. Have they gone down some of these weird, weird routes with uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne? Not that I recall. Yeah, like that was like a big choice. Yeah. for the film. That's fine. New fresh take. You were okay with it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, just do what you want. Yeah, please. Yeah, you're making the movie. Like, let's just see, like, go with whatever we yeah. do. I guess I guess get into, like, you know, Batman is such a well-known character, and you've seen so many of these things played out to where you almost have the, you're like, what are they allowed to do? What are they not allowed to do? At the end of the day, whoever's making the movie, I guess, makes the calls. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Penguin. Oh, fantastic. What do you think about Colin Farrell? Oh, unrecognizable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think perfect. Carrie? Yep. I'm going to be honest. I heard Colin Farrell was in this movie, and it took me a long time to be like, oh, oh, that's him. That's the I, one. Like, I was like watching, I, and it, it really did take me a while. They did a great job with his look. Mm hmm. So, good penguin. So, we got all these different dynamics going on. Uh, the penguin is reporting basically into Valcone. They're working together, and the Riddler is beginning to end of this movie. Like, he is the villain. Can we all agree? Like you got some other oh, yeah, side stories sure. with Batman trying to help out Selena, who's trying to find her friend that kind of caught up in the mix of Valcone. Uh, Selena's mom also, like we find out Valcone is actually Selena Kyle's dad. Yeah. And she's got like this big revenge path of like, not only did you lose my friend, but you're my dad. And we get a little backstory there. Other than that, though, it's just the Riddler playing game after game after game. Let's just talk about the next big time I think we see him is whenever he convinces one of the guys they uh, that's in office, They he was the one that was like at the club when Selena Kyle goes in undercover. She has the contact lens in her yeah. eye, right? We get wow. this this great scene. And 
this this guy that's kind of on the inside scoop that knows a little bit a da assistant yeah, or something DA. the like da that. yeah. that's what it was the riddler gets him to drive his car like into city uh, hall fu- it was the funeral, funeral of, the, of the, per- the last person that he killed yeah. but like downtown city hall like yeah. main building yeah. yeah the funeral that he was in straps a bomb to him and gets the batman like com- is confronting the batman directly leaving him letters everywhere you go i mean you can't to the batman to the batman this is like the big thing. along with the uh what are the what are the coding things called like the ciphers ciphers okay. yes oh man, man. alfred had to get involved and help yeah. cipher this stuff what do you think of that? that i mean it just kind of shows that you're right. Batman's not fully there himself. Needs needs a little little push. Oh yeah, he still needs now. help. He's, He's still learning. Just He's finding definitely himself. not the world's greatest detective yet. No, not yet. Him yeah. and Jim Gordon questioning the penguin after the intense, amazing car chase scene. <laughs> good Jesus. cop, bad cop. Wow. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. And then he's like, "Can you guys even speak Spanish?" Yeah. <laughs> Like the, he's like, "You guys know the difference between L and La?" And yeah, like, they're just Batman. Batman and Jim Gordon just being like. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's just like that right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we messed that up. Yeah, he, yeah he's like he's got his arms crossed like I don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> he's like he's like all I did was ramp that giant ramp in the middle of the highway. What a great <laughs> chase scene. I need that Batmobile. Whatever money that I need to have that car, just just, just take it. It's like American muscle. It, it was just just dirty. The jetpack like on the back, like yeah, I don't know what you call it, just a jet engine. Um, all right, so moving through, like just I mean, I feel like when do they oh well then the big attack the next big thing from the the Riddler, Batman figures out that this isn't so random. This no. is this is getting kind of personal. There's calls out to call out to is about his parents, he's finding out more about the orphanage, about the dirty money, and then he finds out that this bad guy's gonna go after somebody I know. Yeah. And goes after Alfred. No. Goes after Batman. Goes after Batman. Or goes after Bruce Wayne. Oh, goes after Bruce Wayne. The, the sins of the father. Mm-hmm. Yes. Will and, be visited upon the son. And, and it was meant for Bruce Wayne. Right. But because Bruce Wayne was out Batmanning, Alfred's at home. Alfred's like, oh. I have I'll to just, get the mail. Yeah. I'll, you know, laws don't matter. And, and Gotham City. He gets yeah. the, I'll open someone else's job. mail. <laughs> and he gets the letter that says, like, to the Batman. And then there's the, uh, the other envelope that, well, that was it. It was the fireproof envelope. <laughs> yes. To the Batman, fireproof envelope. It's the only way he knows he's going to get it. I wonder why this needs to be fireproof. Explosion. Yeah. I thought he was was gone. He's racing home. Did they just kill Racing home to get there. Yes. And finally gets a hold of the the maid. And she was like, oh, yeah, well, that happened like six hours ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was. was, So you're a little late. already happened. We've been trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. What does his phone look like? Like every night when he's done. Like every day. Right. He's like. 75 missed calls. Yeah, right. And you, also, let's talk about the technology in this thing, too. This is like a mix of like tech you've never seen before. It's almost like 1950s spy equipment meets like 2020 yeah. spy equipment. Kind of like a mixture yes. of both. Like it looks analog. It's kind of clunky. But then whenever like you see it on screen, it's like the most high tech thing you've ever seen. It's right. doing measurements. Like it's not even from this earth. Yes. Sort of. Very different from... I mean, not to play comparison game all the time, but like the Bale Batmans, which was just like top of the line, new yeah. new age tech. This was like its own, almost like Tim Burton feeling t- style. Yeah. All right. We're like probably like halfway, a little bit more than halfway. What what in the beginning half of the movie, Andy, are we missing that you've got to talk about right now? Not a lot. Honestly, you covered most of it. I mean, the, the car chase scene was just unreal. 
Yep. Like the scene when it's up, like upside down and you're watching him walk mm-hmm. towards the penguin is one of the most badass shots of the entire film. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> need that car for sure. Um, the music. The yeah, the music is just uh, like that scene specifically just went real hard. But I I've, ah! I've listened to that score like three four times this week. Ah! <laughs> and it's it's honestly. <laughs> It's like the same music, like played over and over, but just like remixed together. But like when you just listen to it full through, it you can almost like feel like you're like kind of rewatching the movie because mm, of course it just kind of brings you back to the scenes um, that like that you like recall most fondly from the movie. Honestly, like I would listen to so Michael Gia- Giacchino, the Lost soundtrack, just like on my phone, and I would just be like, "I'm on the island right on now. Island. <laughs> you have to yes, go back." Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, totally great. Uh, Scotty, anything we're missing in the first half you can think of that you want to get to before we move on to the, some bigger parts? I don't think so. I think uh, we surmised it pretty well. Carrie? I think you nailed it. All right, let's move into the later half of the film. Or, you know, I think it's good to keep it kind of focused on the characters, helps you kind of move through the story. All right, it's time to bring Balcone the Rat into the light. This is the Riddler saying to the Batman, "This we there's a rat in cahoots that's kind of like like he's like there's a rat that you don't know about. Right. It turns they out they never name him. They never name him. There's like a lot of theories about who it is. They think like I think they think it's the penguin for a minute. Right. I forget who else. And then it's like, okay, it's Valcone. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very much quickly like a few parties trying to get to Valcone. Catwoman's trying to do her thing. Batman ends up getting a hold of him, bringing him into the light. What happens? He gets killed. Shot yeah, and killed. Like literally brought him out of the building. Yep. Under a lamp. Yep. And uh, yeah, boom. Yeah, the, I mean the penguin is kind of already making his play, and the ping yeah penguins immediately like you know what you're out of here I'm in and this explains why we're getting a spinoff show of this guy yeah, that's right <laughs> yes exactly, and I'm here for it yeah HBO that's a Max. lot of like it's got to take three four hours to put that man like in his are makeup we, every day so. are we getting like backstory penguin are we getting current penguin are we getting like a mix of the two I bet both yeah. Like, uh, Call know. me Oz. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Call me Oz. Um, how does the Riddler end up getting caught? On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Tell, somebody walk us through it. Yes. After so, he said he was leading them there to the whole time under under the light or whatever, and he just went right over to the coffee shop and the diner. Yeah. Yeah. He's just sitting there. He's just, and he yeah. did, this is where the whole we get, time. He left, he left clues for his apartment. And they go to the apartment. They find all this stuff. They find the journals. Yep. They find, you know, uh, what was the little rat tunnel that he put on that guy's face? Kind yep. of. Oh, all the rat, almost like all a, the rat contraptions. Something yep. like out of saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Like that was like how he did some of his torturing when he put yeah. people on uh, camera. The rat it was like ate, ate that guy's face and the girl, the girl Selena's friend. Yeah, like that was like what he did to her too. Um. And yeah, so he gets caught on purpose. This is where you get the coffee mug with the the question mark in it. Mm. Takes him into prison, and Batman decides, "I'm gonna go. I gotta talk. go talk to this yeah. guy." Because he says in in the prison, he says, "I I told his last clue was see you in hell," and he said, "I told you I'd see you in hell." Mm-hmm. So and he, he sees him. And what's he say? He goes, "Bruce Wayne." I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I called it. I was like, "He don't. He doesn't know." Yeah. He oh, did. really? I knew he did. I didn't know where I go. He yeah. doesn't know. I go. Yeah. This is like that's like a that's a mislead. Yeah. Because it was just like you know so thick. But for a, I mean a minute you're like this guy yeah. knows everything. Yeah. And you can see Pattinson 
under the cowl even through the mask through the mask like kind of going like, like fuck yeah like oh, this shit. is happening yeah because yeah. in the prior scene he even said to gordon like i think this whole batman thing's coming to an end he's like i was yeah. like oh wow Oh man, so many good. Feeling uh, it. There's, uh, you know, uh, you can say what you want about. That. I want to know what you guys think of uh, this Jim Gordon. Carrie, what do you think of Jim Jim Gordon in this one? I thought he was pretty good. My, I mean, Jim Gordon from Gotham, I think will always be my favorite. Yeah, but this was a good one. Yeah. What about you, Scotty? Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. Andy didn't yeah, watch same. Gotham. I mean, it just, I thought it was funny. Every. Oh. He like called it. he called Batman just man so much the whole movie. Yeah, come he's on, like, man. He's like, you, I've known you for two years. You won't even tell me your name. Man, <laughs> man, um, man! The, the, it was a great scene though, like in the precinct where all the cops are trying to get onto Batman. Jim Holy Gordon's like, crap. "Give us a minute," and I mean, hands down, my favorite scene in the movie, like yes. not a question. Yeah. Just running from every cop, getting to the stairwell, looking up, shooting the grapple hook, just like making it out of reach. Yeah. Gets to the top, puts on a like a flying, flying squirrel bat suit. Squirrel. Yeah, bat squirrel gets up the top and his face is even kind of like, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> he was like, zip. I guess we're going to try I it. guess I'm going to fly. <laughs> and just like shooting down that POV shot like right on the front and the bottom of his face and then just kind of like rough landing on yeah, the oh, bridge. Oh, you get the Tobey Maguire fail where he's like, bam, pow. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. smashing through the alley and like, mm-hmm. landing hard and you're like, oh no. Yeah, he kind of walks off. Yeah. He's like, God. <laughs> Hands down the best. I love that. That felt so much like this is a two year Batman. Yeah. This is like like it was like pretty good, but Just not like really it great. Um, but man, in that talk with the Riddler, t- comes to find out in the prison, he doesn't know, doesn't know, and he's so delusional. He thinks he's basically partners with mm-hmm. Batman. He's like, we Us. did it. Yeah, Us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I sent you all those notes. You followed all my directions. You brought him right into the Perfectly. light. Perfectly. Right into the light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We did it, partner. <laughs> He's like, Batman's like, oh, no. I, I was like part of the bad team, bad guy team. Yeah. Um, and this is like two-year Batman. Yeah. I think Fooled. he knows. Yes. Yeah. Fooled. Exactly. Fooled. Yeah. I think he still knows. He's just misleading him right now. You think so? Yeah. It's the Riddler. He's smart. Yeah, that's what he I was knows. thinking. I was like, how did you not put all this together? And he's I like, think he knows. Because he's like talking about Bruce Wayne, and he's like, that he's like Bruce Wayne up in his tower? That's not an orphan. Yeah. Like, that's not an orphan. Like, you know, and I'm yeah, like, he went like, hard on He him. went hard yeah. on that as if he was like, he's like, but I guess I'll kill him later. <laughs> and what was the plan? Well, if you don't remember, Gotham is like pretty much Manhattan, and it's just like an island, and he's kind of pulled some moves out of like the Dark Knight Rises and put like cement like bombs like in vans all around town sets them all at the same yeah. time and floods the city yep blows up the seawall blows up the seawall I mean this thing I mean it was <clears> crazy <throat> looking yeah you think that was like CGI you think that's like they, they have like streets that they did that or what do you think that was like a little oh, set like on the size of this table <laughs> they were just like a <laughs> glass of water I think I read they did a lot of practical stuff in this movie yeah I think that was like part of it. Yeah. I also remember Robert Pattinson complaining he was in the bat suit too much, which like after watching the movie, yeah, I bet. Because he's in it most of the time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but not a complaint that you have when You're Batman. I mean. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, we made fun of him on the pod. <laughs> What'd during you that. think? <laughs> like you're gonna complain about wearing this suit. <laughs> um well it's on, right? It's like, okay, the city's flooding, Riddler's in jail, but Batman's gotta go solve this thing. He gets back to a rally where downtown where like 
it's business as usual for everyone there. It's just like, you know, I forget what they're celebrating or what uh, they're it's doing. It's the mayor, the new mayor. It's the new mayor. And she's the yeah. one that's Apparently like. Apparently, she won the election against the guy who was murdered a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Like, a landslide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like the one that's like gung ho, like, yeah. we got to talk about this. We got to get out in the open. They like, after the flooding starts, like, the commissioners Gordon's like got her back behind stage and they're all just kind of like, they're in panic mode. Yeah. I mean, this thing looked amazing, right? Like, they're inside that giant arena Dome, yeah some sort people are just getting mowed by water and stage equipment and walls and cars like that looked really good um and then it's basically batman versus all of riddler's following yeah he had like his own youtube channel or some sort of yeah. conspiracy yeah. network he had 500 followers yeah i was like i get and they're all like what do we what do you want us to do <laughs> what I, kind of guns do we need well then i just got to thinking i was like what can we get our people to do right <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my. <laughs> hey guys, me at the, like me, everyone bring a goldfish. They're at the they're at the <laughs> precinct and they're like, yeah, he's got like 500 followers, and they show it. And like even the way they showed like social media was like that old school like circle screens, mm -hmm. like a little dial on the side. It looked like a Batman video game or something. Uh, pretty cool. And Batman's gonna have to take on all these guys that look just like the Riddler. They come in with guns. Rifles are good. Yeah, oh. rifles are good. That was one of the comments yeah. in the chat. You yeah. can you can get rifles these masks. Good. You can yeah, pick up honestly, these masks at the uh, supply store. Yeah, yeah. there was a don't for, the army don't surplus store. Don't forget your something yeah. something liner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the the type of comments that you would see for yeah. sure. Yes. Before. Yeah, it was so too real. It was too <laughs> yeah. realistic. This whole entire thing. I was just like, of people just getting stop. like, yeah, let's go. Yep. Yeah, like, it was like remind me of like wait. you know the Capitol. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know, it's a, little, a little too a little too real. Yeah, too real. Just got too real. Um, all right, so Batman's doing his thing. He's doing okay, but like definitely still a new Batman. Oh yeah, like fights off most of the guys, but then like they start getting the best of him. He's hanging from like the middle chandelier, or like it's a, it's like the jumbotron. It's like a jumbotron yeah, on a screen. hockey hockey arena. Um, so cool. And who has to come in and kind of save the day? But Catwoman. Yeah, comes in, helps him out, gets him down. There's a little back and forth, and the guy ends up knocking her out. Batman's on his back, and the guy's like on top of Catwoman, like gonna kill her. Oh, yeah, she was gonna die. And Batman's like effed up at this point. Yeah. Like he's been through the ringer. They're finally showing us, like, he, I'll tell you this, he did a lot of major bad falls in this movie and yeah. like always bounce back. Yep. This was the time where he was like, I, I don't think I can bounce back. Oh, he took the like shotgun blast to the chest. Yeah, yeah. just got shot point blank. And what's he do? Yeah, it breaks out his little, gotta go to the bat. The bat, belt. the bane juice. I mean, it's like right? it's definitely the, some version of adrenaline, but yeah, it looked like bat adrenaline. It looked like green bane juice, like from Batman and Robin. Yes. Yeah. Per, uh, I was watching a breakdown by Emergency Awesome, and they said in variations of the comics, there are um, parts in the comics where Batman has that before Bane does. So could be like know. Bane gets it from Batman. Yeah, some something along those lines. I didn't. I never looked into it. I don't have any uh, DC comic book apps, but I might have to add that to my election well he shoves it into his leg and he goes full bane and yeah. just like has all the energy gets up and like is gonna punch this guy's face off raging james gordon stops him it's all good and now it's like him the police selena kyle they're all kind of looking down now it's like finally the first moment they have to, uh, to like not be fighting and the, the people are drowning you know people are underwater they need help and you're not really sure what's gonna happen yeah but batman Kind of looks and goes, all right. Yeah, I'll do it. And he jumps and he grabs onto the electrical cable and he cuts it and he falls like he falls down into the water. And you think, 
is he going to, I thought he was going to like vanish. Right. Like, okay, well, you just saved them from not getting electrocuted. And now it's time for him to make that, his exit. But instead, mm-hmm. sta- he just stands up, shallow water. Yeah. And he has a, a flare. A flare. Yeah. Bat flare. And he lights it up and he walks to the people and he just starts helping people out. And he does this apparently like all night to where like yeah. now you get Batman in the daylight now, finally, in the suit, helping the people, sun's out, it's a new Gotham. Gotham is completely underwater now. Yeah. Like you I mean, they're like meeting on top of buildings at this point. And we get a little Selena Kyle, Batman, uh, Catwoman action of them talking about what they're going to do next. They kiss. Catwoman's like, I'm going to go to, you guys remember the town? Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven, Blood which Haven. that's like a nod to like Nightwing, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm getting out of here. She's like, why? Like, we should definitely both leave. And like, while he's like, t- like they're talking, like he's just kind of like gazing out at the city a little bit more, catches the bat signal, and she's like, "You've already made up your mind," because like yeah. this is two year Batman. He's like, "I got at least eighteen more years of this." Yes. <laughs> anything else in the big ending? Like we can do some other recaps of any any other characters. Like anything happened with the penguin? I think it's like they he's, show they show him. They're like, yeah, you know, he's just plotting his. He's plotting his show. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do in this? Got a new gang. Um, we'll get back. To, we'll end with Batman because I think it's the last thing we see. Riddler is in prison. His plan fails. Nice little uh, prison mate right next to him. Got somebody, and he's like, "Hey, I'll be your friend." Basically, and they just Has start a nice, cool laugh. Maybe a oh might, that might haunt my dreams someday. Maniacal oh, you, I, laugh. I bet you were terrified. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I mean is that now the, I am. Is it the Joker? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for, for sure. For sure, right? Yeah. Did we yeah. know the actor? It was... Uh it's the guy from uh Eternals. Barry Keegan. Barry Keegan. Keegan. Oh wow. He was the yeah. mind control guy. Yeah. Druid? Yes, Druid. Druid, yeah. Scott, yeah. Nice. Just this was I can't believe I did that. Spoiled like months and months ago, and I really wish it wouldn't have been. You got me, oh, really? spoiled for you? Yeah. So I mean that really didn't mean a lot to me. Really? I yeah, because you don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was Supposedly, there is a deleted scene of that was like a little bit more. Information. Yes. Yep. I heard about um, that. So we'll see where that goes. But um, the that. new the new mayor's still there. She's gonna run this place. You still got some crime. Batman's gonna stick around, and then you get Batman and Selena Kyle essentially like riding out of Gotham together on motorcycles. Selena heads to wherever, and Batman turns and heads in back into Gotham. And I think the credits roll. Yeah. And then there was an in credit scene, which were like some Riddler. Some Riddler codes. Like website or something, right? Yeah. Anything else in terms of the story that we missed? Hit it. Well, see you guys next week. Yep. All right. Lots of fan mail to feature. I want to get to it, but first we got to do some roundtables, final thoughts, and some ratings. Giggler, Batman guy, you saw it twice. Talk to us about anything we missed. Look at your notes, favorite now, parts that we didn't call, and give us a rating. Now I need my notes. So this is just this is the Batman movie that I never knew that I needed, but it was just so good. I mean, it reminded me of a lot of like the Arkham games a lot, that vibe. So that. That, Get some Riddler that trophies. Yeah, <laughs> minus that part. Yeah, that's uh, I have I, that. That was part of the game I ignored for sure. Oh, as, as most people did. Um, but the vibe, the suit, the tall ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just he's he's up there on my favorite Batman. We'll get to that later. But okay. um, I think just kind of going forward, like the next the next movie is so really excited. I'm so excited for it because I think we're gonna see a lot more Bruce 
a lot more playboy bruce a lot kind of like the the bale version maybe a little bit um he's gonna kind of lean on that to make the city a better place rather than the batman maybe try to find a happy medium or something like that but mm-hmm. i think who knows we could see this spin-off arkham show that might be happening i'd be down for that too all right you're into the universe oh, yeah, yeah we got at least a couple more movies i think they've confirmed yeah okay yeah, exactly are we doing full ratings too right now? If you're ready. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I mean, we're not done talking about this, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a 3.7. Woo! I'll give it up for that. Hot. Wow. I, love, I love Batman. You do love Batman. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you loved it. Don't worry. We're not done yet. Carrie, uh, anything from the movie that you want to highlight that we didn't talk about in your rating as well? Um, I don't know. I guess I had, I, I always ha- come out of these movies with like a lot of questions of like, well, what was that? Why is that? And it's good to have like the comic like background to like gut check things with like, like a little bit. I felt like a lot of the Catwoman stuff was a little disconnected for me. And they like started talking about like she was helping her friend and then it became about her dad. And like that just got a little messy for me. Like what are like what is what is she even doing here? Because in other stuff, Catwoman is usually pretty selfish and looking out for herself and but then she's the one that always saves Batman. We've like yeah, we've noticed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was just a little let down. I think like I really wanted them to be like the just the best Bat and Cat, mm-hmm. and Dynamic it just duo. felt like it just felt a little forced for me. I think, and I feel like they. I don't know. Overall, very good. Still an awesome Batman movie, and mm-hmm. a lot better than a lot of other movies. But. um I think I would have liked a few more things. Okay. Yeah. What a rating. 3.2. Nice. Is that what I, that's what I gave the UFO show though. Yeah, that's okay. You felt the same. 3.3. Okay. You'll knock it up one. Yeah. (laughs) Give it a little bit more over UFO. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. Batman. I'm definitely watching UFO now. Now you got to see it. (laughs) Uh, All right, Scotty Scoop, you're up. Uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, like Carrie, I felt like the uh, like when when Catwoman and Batman kissed, I felt that like it was really unearned. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, how did they get here? You know that that didn't feel organic. Yeah, to me, um, I think everyone was perfectly cast. I enjoyed all the performances. Um, I think the like one scene in particular I remember um, where I think it was towards the end where he was fighting all the Riddler's guys and they were in that dark hallway. Mm. and you had the uh, uh what i read was practical real muzzle flash is how they they filmed that mm. and it just it looked incredible where he's taking the shots and every time he gets like it lights up like you only you see can him for see a him like yeah just kind of bam pow so, boom yeah you know i i thought that was great um i enjoyed the story i still don't think it's as good as the dark knight Never. um I'm I'm gonna go with a three point two. Solid. I'll give yeah. it up for you and Carrie. Good scores. Well, this is one where we should have let Andy go last because Andy <laughs> liked it the most. But I am also I had a great time. Just get right into it. It looked amazing. Probably my favorite suit. I think like I keep saying probably. This is my favorite bat suit. Like, no doubt. Like, from top to bottom, like, this is what I like always wanted. I didn't even realize it. And Robert looks amazing in it. 
Like he is Batman when he's yeah. the suit is on. Great job. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And the Riddler, man, ultimate villain. Like all the pieces of a villain that you want. Like creepy, mm-hmm. but smart, but like also really good at being a bad guy. Yeah. Like just messing the whole city up one one turn after the other. Thought it was a great Catwoman. Uh, I thought the Penguin was okay. I don't think I'm I'm going crazy over it like everybody else. I think Jim Gordon was just okay. And really, what I get at here is. I could not help the feeling. I could not shake it as much as like I go into these things level-headed. It felt a little Hollywood to me, which this is Warner Brothers. And when I say Hollywood, what I mean is big budgets. It will look great. It will sound great. But there was just something about the writing and maybe the actors and maybe a combination of each to where a little bit of it just felt a little cheesy to me. And I'm a Batman fan. Like, I understand cheesiness. This Gotham City, they went all in on, like, that style Gotham. And I almost respect it, you know, because what they're saying is, this is the universe that you live in. This is Matt Reeves' Batman. This is dark Gotham. The Gotham that you've pictured since Batman 89. Like, it's like that Gotham, but, like, made today and done really well. Like, with the technology, they kind of took, like, what Keaton had in his car and made it like in a part of a Pattons's Batcave. So I really love the tech and and the fun stuff. I mean, any spinoffs that come from this, I'll be excited to see. I'm not hating on the movie at all, but I'm definitely not one of these people coming out saying it is the best Batman by any means. For comparative purposes, we watched The Dark Knight after we watched this movie, and we watched Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. I mean, those are three of the best movies like I've ever seen. Like they are such top tier. And like everything they bring, just one scene to the next, I'm so in. I just didn't feel exactly the same on this one. Had a lot of fun. Love the Batman. I'll give it overall a 3.2. Fair. Nice. Yes, we agreed. Kind of kind of I figured. And like your rating makes sense too as well. And like we said, we have a lot of other folks to feature as well. Starting with, we've all talked about how we feel about it. We got a fan voicemail. He's been here on the show before, called in about the Eternals. Let's hear now from Cecil. Hey, guys, this is Cecil. Um, I'm calling this time about Batman, the Batman, uh, the Riddler. I I thought that the character was cool. I thought that it was a great reinterpretation of the Riddler. You know, he wasn't goofy. Um, there was no neon. Uh, <laughs> there were no... Um, you know, Riddler trophies to run around Gotham and find. That was great <laughs> that they took the character a whole lot more seriously. So the Riddler could have been replaced with the Joker. Um, this was just kind of like Joker as an incel to me. Like the whole thing with bombing the seawall and, you know, all of that, it just kind of seemed like a very Jokerish kind of thing to do. Commissioner Gordon, Jeffrey Wright was phenomenal he was he was really really good you know james gordon he he really trust the perfect tone then the new york accent was a little goofy but everyone's new york accent in this movie was a little goofy and i guess it was kind of an an homage to the schumacher movies without intending to be an homage to those movies but also brings me to like the setting of gotham gotham was dark and dirty and gritty and unhappy and i'm really tired of seeing that um, not that I wanted to be, you know, bright and vibrant or anything like that, but at some point in this three-hour movie, a little brightness would have been nice. If for nothing else, 
than to bring some sort of contrast at some small point to punctuate something tonally. I just would have really appreciated something different. Um, I was glad that I did not see the same origin story played out over and over again, but I was disappointed in that they really just kind of did it with that kid, um, the mayor's kid. I wanted to also kind of talk about the the length of the movie. Uh, it was too long. It was about 25, 30 minutes too long. My My biggest complaint about this movie that I thought was pretty good, my biggest complaint about this movie is that why are Catwoman and Batman kissing? Like, it was so unearned. Um, it was just weird, and I just don't understand why it was there. And it was just strange and unnecessary. And I know, you know, the comics, they have the, this thing or whatever. And the media that I've seen, they have a thing, and they play against each other, whatever. But... In a three-hour movie, you couldn't give me a reason for them to have romantic feelings toward each other. Um, I just didn't get that. So I guess my out of four, I'll give it three 3.1. Okay, guys. Thanks. Cecil. Nice. Nice. Love you, buddy. Well said. Yeah, that was nice. He nailed it. Uh, yeah, Scotty, that's your boy. Yeah. How'd he do? Uh, did did great. Had some really great points. Yeah. I he mean, was right there with us, I think. He, yeah, he kind of fell in line there. And man, I got to like double down on that. Like, yeah, we get it. Hollywood, like Vanity Fair, Hollywood Reporter, Vogue. Like, there's a, a anywhere out there where Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz aren't like posing. Like, yeah. they were right. like, we're going to yeah. make you. The biggest superhero yeah. couple. Like I, I understand they had to ship these two, right? You know, and, and it's like kiss me. Yeah, <laughs> sprinkle some sort of romantic seasoning on the on the movie, but it just didn't feel earned. Well, from the three point seven, what did you think of the kiss, Giggler? That I mean, this is a good point. I didn't really think about that till now, and I, I see it now. Yeah, it, it is kind of forced, and it is like right. There, what? what they're the settings that they're hanging out in. Like, honestly, yeah. the only thing that could be is just dude was straight watching her change and he probably just got all horny. Right. Well, and but, also there's probably a level of like, what? Hey, hey, am listen. I wrong? Well, and also, like, <laughs> yeah, it was creepy that he was just straight up watching her yeah. change. Yeah, I know. Cause it was almost like they were making you feel like I'm going to know that she's bat or Catwoman, But like to him, there is no cat. Yeah. Yet. She yeah. literally didn't exist yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I'm just going to watch don't her change. know if she was like a thing before he'd be like, Oh, I heard about these cat burglaries and there was a lady dressed as a cat. Well, cat and, burglaries. Well, we got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also Batman's in the hospital talking to Alfred about like, this is the first time I have had like any feeling for like another human since like my parents died and like yeah. I guess I do love you like I I do feel that I care about another person like we got that like okay he's awakened he has feelings he's gonna start doing you know whatever but like <coughs> bless you bless, bless you. you um but yeah like so like how could you fall in love with like Catwoman under these extreme circumstances well, when you just awoken to have a feeling for an uh, another human right you could been argue- in your life for your and I was going to say, you could argue they didn't really say they loved each other, but there was like maybe just like, hey, listen, I'm in this suit. You're in your own suit. <laughs> right. You want to kiss? <laughs> like, we're up on this rooftop in these suits. Are we really not going to kiss right now? Like, I, I really think that they could have 
stretched that out over three yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. And and the kiss would have been a really good payoff. Yeah. At, like towards the end of the second movie. Yeah. You know, and and maybe they part ways at the end of a trilogy. Yeah. You know, it, it really feels like they could have played more. Like Twilight. I'm not gonna say I've seen those. I know, but I'm saying like you want to talk about like a payoff of a kiss. Yeah, I can tell you how much I felt. I, I, I'm not Batman at the end of this movie. I was like, I would definitely leave with Catwoman. Yeah, like the city is underwater. I'd be like, this is too much. Like I don't yeah. know what I was thinking. This city's done. It just yeah, got why washed. Why would you stay it's clean now? No, he needs yeah. to be the hope. He's like, maybe get, maybe he'll get a bat boat. <laughs> All right, yes. let's hear from some other people out there. Brandon R. He's Brogalski on Instagram. He writes in the show. He's a good friend of ours here in St. Louis. He said, I didn't think it was tied for the best Batman like everyone else, but I thought it was really good. More of a suspenseful thriller with action peppered in. Great storyline, though. I think the casting could have been a lot better. Jason S. This is name user 61 on Instagram. He said the movie was fantastic. It had me guessing and guessing with every riddle and every mystery, not to mention the suspense I felt in each scene. Nine out of 10, which converts on our scale to a 3.6. Nice. 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 Solid score. And very quickly, let's just get into this discussion right now. We have to talk about the best Batman. So many Batman iterations over the years. Animated, live action, comic book. I don't care. You guys talk about it. Let's get into some other people online. I am Jake Black. Jacob Black on Instagram. That's our boy, Jedi Jake. He said, I feel like Pattinson was by far the best live action Batman. Not enough time as Bruce Wayne for me to say there, but when the cowl was on, I felt like he understood the character better than others. What do you think about that, Giggler? I like that. It's. I, I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to put him as best yet. You're, it's okay. too early to tell. I can't. I can't say that over Bailey yet. No worries. And we got some lists here. Let's hear some from hear from some people on Facebook. We told you guys to get some special shout outs today. Matthew Lee S. Here's his list: Pattinson, number one; Bale, Keaton, Affleck, West, Kilmer, Clooney. Chad T. comes in. Pattinson again, best. Keaton, Affleck, Bale, Kilmer, Clooney. Sam A. Also from Facebook: Keaton, Bale, Pattinson. And then I thought it'd be fun. Andy, I'm going to share ours on the screen. We're going to get a conversation going here with Carrie and Scotty. Mine, I put Bale at the top. Keaton, Conroy, Affleck, West, Will Arnett, (laughs) Clooney, Kilmer, and then Mazus from Gotham. Gotham the show. Giggler, of course. Your number one's Keaton. My number one was Bale. Did I mess up? Yep. Oh, so I. Oh, I didn't even. I'm fighting there right now. No, I'm glad you said that. So I might have. That that might have been the slide issue. (laughs) I might have messed that one up. Carrie did the (laughs) editing afterwards. So that's right. So number one for you is Bale. I'm pulling it. I'll I'll give you the. I'll give you the 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 rankings because I don't even remember. While you're looking, that's all right. What they were off the top of my head. right That's okay. Look it up. And then Jedi Jake gave us his list as well. Battenson number one, Bale number two, Keaton number three, Affleck, Kilmer, West, Clooney. Man, I cannot believe how quickly this Battenson is making it to the tops of these people's lists. He's Scott. not it. He's not in your list. Where did you put him? Oh, it's in the first. Okay, Bale, Keaton, Battenson, Affleck, Kilmer, Clooney. Yeah, well, I'm missing. I'm missing. Yeah, there, yeah, you're there missing Battenson. Yep. Yeah, all right, Battenson for me. So I actually put Battenson uh, under Kevin Conroy. So I went Bale, Keaton, Conroy, Battenson. And like honestly, that Conroy, like here's the thing about my list. It is true. <laughs> so <laughs> like and I don't mean true as in better or true more truer than anyone else's. I'm saying it's true to me. 
Oh, yeah. Like, these are the Batmans that everyone's, I know. Yeah, everyone's got their Batmans. Exactly. So, like, let's just let's just get it out of the way. So, I put him, I'd probably put Pattinson at, like, number three, realistically. Maybe number four. I agree with Jake. Didn't see near enough uh, Bruce Wayne. Carrie, I'll start with you. Let's just do it with your top three. My top three would be Christian Bale is number one. I don't know if anyone could be number two. I think tied for number three could be Pattinson. Keaton Affleck. And that's where I'll end. Okay. I like it. Scotty. Um Kevin Conroy is my Batman. I mean, I understand that. Uh I I just so many memories of me coming home, little twelve year old Scotty Scoop, coming home from school, flipping on channel eleven, Batman the animated series. So great. Dark, da, 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 Darkwing da. Duck, Tailspin. Every song's going Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. <laughs> yes. Um, All right. Number uh, two. Yeah. Keaton. Um, and and Battenson, I thought, was fantastic. Uh, far down my list is Christian Bale. Man, I could not stand his Batman. You just can't get past it. I just can't get past is his it the voice? voice. That's it. And, what about the suit? Uh, I didn't really enjoy the suit. Yeah, it's fine. You know, um, I really think Affleck's suit is probably the best bat suit. That's probably my that's my number two. You know, and I think just the ability for Batman to turn his head, I think, is paramount. <laughs> and I, I think Ben Affleck might be the only one who could do it. All right, we're gonna go to the biggest Batman fan in the room. Giggler, give us your real list. My real list. Okay, okay. I got you. I thought that's what you were looking up. Yeah, I got it. I've just gotta scroll through. There's a lot of comments. So you on didn't here. have it. No. Bale, Keaton. Battenson, Affleck, Kilmer, Flooney. Bale, Keaton, Battenson. Yeah, it, I need more time for Battenson. I, I also said, sorry, I forgot I had a whole other paragraph on here, but I left off the voice animation TV ones. It was too, I, I needed to make a quick list and that, that, that was too much thought. So, um, but I think Battenson will be top three eventually, maybe top one. Like by the time they by go the through the storytelling, you're think, like, this guy might be the top like I one. Said, well, I'm really excited for what this next movie has with more him as more Bruce. I think we're going to see more. more well, like, they had a lot of uh, uh, Alfred preaching. Yeah. You know, you've got to embrace your family name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think he as newly minted Batman was really deep diving into being Batman. Yeah, and he's going to be able to have more of an effect as Bruce Wayne on changing the city than as Batman, or equally. Right, more. right. He, well, he's going to try, but I think. Yeah, yeah. What's the, Andy, what's the worst Batman movie you've ever seen? The worst one? It's got to be Clooney. It's got to be Clooney, I think. Oh, Clooney, for sure. I think, like, I, the, the credit card? I turned yeah, it on. Oh, yeah. I turned it on one day, and it's just like, it's like, you said cheesy this one, like that oh, is like. yeah. Just an entire brick of just over smelly, the, over cheese. the top, jump the shark, <laughs> terrible. Every line is like a zinger, like a you know, punch Arnold of Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, and Uma Thurman. Yeah. You boys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but. Oh, so bat nipples, <laughs> bat nipples. You know, I mean this. I mean Gotham City, like ramp, like the ramping on the side, yeah. like the ice gun. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. This was definitely like this was the best job. I mean, it's good to have the comparisons in your head because. This Gotham was like the best. I mean, this is probably what the top two Gothams I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. it was fantastic. And I That's... mean, number one, I really like the Dark Knight because it's just so grounded. And like, you still get that like eerie Gotham a little bit, but it's definitely more like, you know, kind of like 2010 New York City, you know? 
yep i agree it's it, it yeah this one feels very real and like all, like i'm kind of in like i mentioned the games earlier like yeah it kind of feels like i'm in those like it's always it seems to always be raining in the yeah, game very too. very dank, uh yes dark yeah. gloomy yep yeah just I, run down like yeah beaten up it's perfect all right guys last call any final batman thoughts before we move in to coming up um has anyone seen like the viral marketing thing that's happening now with like the end of the movie and the ratalata website.com i went to it I, I was Did on there the for riddles? a while. Did yeah, you do the riddles? I tried. So yeah, I guess you can do do these riddles. I had to Google the answers for some of them. Cheated. <laughs> I, w- said they I were really hard. I wouldn't do it because I was like, that's cheating. Yeah, but I needed to know what was at the other end. All right, and, well, keep going because I have. Yeah. Like a, yeah, so what a, is it? It's, like a, it's a video about like Thomas Wayne, and it brings up like the the hush thing, which is kind of a potential. Oh uh, yeah. Potential uh, like I don't know, just Easter egg for a future villain. Possibly. Wow! Like outside the movie gonna, content. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not done yet. Evidently, it's like been loading up to a certain percentage and like counting down to something, and oh. now we don't know what it is. Okay, and did you click on the thing that was like click, and you got clicked a picture with the code on it? Yeah. Uh, did you get? To I don't that think far? I got that yet. All right. Well, now I'm at a point where it does the loading thing, and at some point, you there was like a link that I clicked, and it was just a picture with like Riddler. Like symbols. Okay. And That's a new cipher, maybe that we're gonna okay, have to figure out other but stuff. Oh my god. Some of the text highlighted, like, would you like to look this up? And I was on Google Translator. Like, what is this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, is this? And I was like trying on different trying different languages to Detective see if they oh, like, Carrie. <laughs> and we Carrie's had, got her <laughs> cipher out. <laughs> I was trying. I was gonna She told me she goes, These riddles are hard. And like she's she's pretty bright. Like, I mean, I was like, You're not getting these? Yeah, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't Google them. Oh, I did. Well, that's Andy. Yeah, I, that's I, I needed to know what, like, what is what what comes next. Yeah, you're like, I'm not just gonna so not know these. <laughs> it's TBD right now. We still don't know what's coming up. I, I who knows? Could be it's another. Great. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, Could I guess like, so. like a good another uh, scene to the movie, and, like mm-hmm. an actual post credit scene. Maybe that would that be may have been why it was at the end type of thing. Cool. Oh, well, yeah. speak. Let's just do this for the fans too. Like, I don't know. I didn't write this part down, which I would have. But there are two more movies. Right? Didn't Matt Reeves say this is a trilogy? I don't. I don't I, recall I, that. I, but I'll, I'll keep take hearing people refer I, to that. I believe I, I read assume. that today. That he like these are set out to be a trilogy. Yeah. Good. They also have at least the Colin Farrell Penguin show. Other shows you said maybe um, an Arkham I, show. Yeah. The well the the Gotham PD was the original one, and that yes. that has been backtracked to a Arkham like it, Matt Reeves de- described it like a haunted house like horror show. So that's I'm in for that. that I mean, for that sure. could be cool. Joker Riddler type thing, or or maybe like a prequel about because yeah, Ar- so Arkham Family. I never thought Arkham and I never thought about the yeah. Arkham Family. That like was a big part of the story, right? The Waynes and the Arkhams. Yeah, yeah, they go back. All right, guys, the Batman. We did it. We saw it. I mean, you gonna go see it again? I'm. I mean, I'm gonna just tell tell you guys that I think I I enjoyed it so much more after the first one. Like after the, remember what I said yeah. after the first time we watched it? I was like, wow. I was expecting like to be like Dark Knight level right now, but I'm like it's it's definitely not there. I mean, it, it still isn't to me. I I would definitely put Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises above this. I think this movie's above Batman Begins to me, but um, I oh, still yeah. I That's still fair. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel not, like I'm not putting this at the top of my Batman list on any any means right now. Not quite yet. I still loved it. Like it's everything from the from the music to the just over like the, just the detective story was exactly what i needed just based off the me playing those games twice 
in my life yeah. for the past 10 years. I will say, you know, as we do, I talk through it and I find myself liking it more as we talk about it. And I do find myself thinking like, this is kind of refreshing compared to everything crossing over and having like a, a bat fleck that's just kind of popping in and out of these things. Like this was Gotham City that like I'd love to hang out in more. I guess like my only two cents would be like, condense the story a little bit give us a little bit more like batman being batman with like less like dramatic shots of like batman like walking slowly like all the time yeah like there was just a little bit of just like the, the music was great and it was very epic but it almost felt like before like if if this is truly like two-year batman then like the epicness should be coming like a little bit later it just yeah. felt like we were jumping the gun of like celebrating this big thing and like he's falling down on his face yeah like let him get to know being batman a little yeah. I mean, I will say, maybe I'll go get it in theater. Is this an IMAX? Oh, yeah. If you want to see IMAX, I'll go with you. I haven't seen an IMAX yet. Oh. Maybe we should just do that. <laughs> I think I could be down to go see this one more time at IMAX. Yes, please. Would you see it again? Depends when. Well, you assume, know, I mean, assume you're free. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Scotty? Three hours. It's three hours. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I'd probably go see it again. Did you take your kids? I took my 14-year-old. And she enjoyed it. She was like, that was good. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I knew my other two wouldn't be able to sit through did it. Did she love it? I'm not going to say she loved it. Yeah. But she did enjoy it. Does she love you? Oh, yeah. A lot, <laughs> I hope. I just oh, got a check. Oh, oh, yeah, she went. <laughs> <laughs> she had the option to stay at home by herself, and she went to the movie. That means wow. she really loves you. Yes. Dad or really loves Batman. Yes. <laughs> or popcorn. Yeah, right. Just getting out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the Batman, man. That's it. Let's uh, talk about what's coming up. Another banger in the books, man. That was really fun. Carrie, how'd it go? I had a blast. Did you like it? Yeah, it was well, fun. Well, we got more stuff coming up for you that you might want to talk about. These are going to be some dark titles. You talk about dark movies coming up. We're going to be taking like a little bit of... A hiatus, a couple weeks to get ourselves together, get ourselves prepped for some big titles coming up. You might see some bonus con content coming out, but it's coming up. Episode four, Morbius. It hasn't been pushed back, right? April 1st. <laughs> until until I, we show up to the theater and they're like, I, April it, Fools. Yeah, April 1st. <laughs> I don't know if I'm buying it 100%, but I'm still excited for the movie. Or like when it gets here. When it gets here. Can't wait. Jared Leto. I mean, we're calling it a Marvel film, but this could be an MCU film is, the way things are going. Sony Spider-Verse for sure. Which? But. Who's the spider? We don't know what is happening. Maybe they've been putting it off for reshoots after the success of Spider-Man. Let's not forget that Venom. I mean, we're already talking about the Spider-Verse. Venom was in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. And this is definitely like the same area. We're going to find out exactly what we're dealing with here. Venom gets a mention. In the trailer. Yep. Michael Keaton's in it. You Good see call. Michael Keaton. Vultures, presumably. We think it's the vulture. Or he could just be like a security guard. We see a poster <laughs> of Spider-Man. What's going to happen? What is happening Are we finally going to get answers in like three weeks? I've, I don't know. Man. Are we going to see this like right away, like on a Thursday? Is this going to be like a maybe wait till a Saturday? Whatever. I'm How seeing it opening times? weekend. I don't know if I can get like pre-Friday yeah. Watch. Opening weekend for sure. But opening weekend oh. for sure. <laughs> All right. I got to know what's going on with this movie. I'm out of town again. Damn it. You're out of town for this one. We knew that. That's right. Well, no, how I didn't know that. I'm out of town for Dr. Strange again. Also. Oh, so oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, just can't. Idiot. No more traveling. No, <laughs> no. This is you're doing the more important thing. You're inspiring us to travel more. And then next up, I put episode five. Some of these numbers might change, but in the very near future, we'll be talking about a MCU show on Disney Plus called Moon Knight. Oh yeah, it's coming, guys. It's coming. Wow. You're pumped. I am so pumped. Carrie, what does this poster say to you? This poster says I have no idea what this could possibly be. Maybe, what do you think it is? Um. Well, it looks like. The moon has become a man. <laughs> it's the man on the moon. If you believe. <laughs> and it's night. The man is the moon. Oscar's a man in the moon. I think he's basically like a mummy, right? Uh, is he a mummy? I'm looking at you. Uh, no, he is not a mummy. W- what is What is Was he? Was I closer? Um, <laughs> he's moon man? Yeah. No. He is actually- A uh, man moon. <laughs> possessed. Man moon. He's the moon that has become a man. Okay. He's possessed by an uh, an Egyptian entity. Oh, Egyptian. Well, yes. I, I said mummy. I mean, mummy. But, you know, he's not like... Uh, uh, not all mummies. Know, Have you ever seen uh, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, uh, straight up, this is a... This is Batman if he had multiple personality disorders. And probably some powers. Uh, yeah. Probably kills people? Absolutely. Cool. And this was PG-13, but I mean, Disney Plus radar now, I'm not convinced that they might not switch. Oh, we're, we're coming here up on, uh, what's the 16th? 16th? Is when we get all the Netflix content? That's uh, that's the big day for sure. March 16th, rated R content comes to Disney Plus and a plethora of the MCU shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Defenders, and also Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Absolutely. Carrie, you're wearing a nice shirt there. Thank you. Why don't you tell everybody where they can get it that they can see it on our screen right well, now? Well, I got this one mm. at mostlysuperheroes.com slash merch, which is the best place to shop for our merch. Yes, and we have all the new designs there still up on the site. We're rocking them all the time. You got I saw you put in a big order. Who put in a big order? A friend of yours lately. Uh Sean Tron. Sean, man, really appreciate you. Saw I saw you put that order in. We saw people sporting all sorts of gear at Well Spent Brewing a couple weeks ago. Love Scott, it. Scotty, I know you and Shannon have got some stuff. So oh, much yeah. stuff there. Watch out for these stickers all around the city of St. Louis. Yeah, ever since Mardi Gras, they're all <laughs> over the place. We got more swag that we're talking about getting. I know that on the list is hats. So we got to talk about how we're going to make hats happen. Okay. Would you guys wear hats? Oh, uh, absolutely. Every, Look I mean, at them. Every day. <laughs> every day. No, I don't think anyone, any listeners even know what the top of my head look like unless they're my friend. Um, I was going to ask you guys. Hats is there, every day. Is there anything that we should be talking about outside of Moon Knight? And uh, which will be that's six episodes. So yeah. like we might wait till they all wrap up and then get in here. We got uh, Morbius. Anything else in the next few weeks that I, I was I looked at the schedule today and I was like, I don't think there's anything big coming out. So the only way I feel like we get in here is if maybe we pick a random week and we do like an old title. We could do like pull one out of the archive. Might. Yeah. Get a little, little thirsty to get down here. I'd, yeah. Yeah. I'd just a, just a reason to get down here. And, I mean, we've watched so many new things and there's I mean, apparently there's always going to be new things. Oh, yeah. So I want us to be thinking about the stuff that we want to pull out of the archive and do some uh, old review, even stuff that we've oh, talked right. about before. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like we come in here fresh. We got a whole new format now. We're bringing music into the show. Let's bring some old titles into the show. I think we still have uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Though. I was thinking Looks about like that. It. I was like. Maybe until the next one comes. Maybe out, the next or... one because then we could do like one and then yeah, the other. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. I'll tech. We'll get in the group chat and uh, figure it out. But let's go ahead and do a roundtable. Do a final sign off. In case you don't know, we got new episodes on Monday. Everywhere you get podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, video in those places as well, and Sunday on Patreon with that pre-show exclusive. Scotty Scoop, why don't you give the squad a nice sign off uh, before we say goodbye for a couple weeks? 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Battinson is great. Bale is trash. Man, have, have I'm trash. Week. I like how you just I like how you say that and you just point at Andy. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> Throwing it to Andy. Um, Andy, I'm going to save you for last since you had the most fun today. Carrie, how did this go? This was a lot of fun. Normally, I just hear the muffles through the floorboards. Um, and it was good to be actually at the table. Um, hope I come back soon. Do you feel like what we did here in the studio has been a success? Is this like is this a, is this the space? I mean, yeah. Pretty fun, right? Look at it. Yeah. And sounds great. Normally, we used to be able to hear that bubble bath draining. Yeah. <laughs> and Scott yeah. said it last time. He's like, in the middle of the meet, I usually <laughs> hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, right Andy. I, yep. Andy, tell us about what you felt today, man. Well, yeah. Just, you guys killed it with the studio, by the way. Just, thanks, buddy. Just reminding you again. Just in awe every time I look around, see some things have moved around. Certain things above me, so yeah, people don't even know we got posters all <laughs> over the ceiling in this place. But yeah, you guys said it best. I had the most fun today. Uh, Batman just hits different for me. Like just growing up, Batman '89 every day as a kid. Like this is just me, just reliving my childhood, and I, I love it. Talking about it with you guys was was great. So hopefully everyone enjoys listening to it as much as I loved talking about it. Yeah, man, we get in here, we hash it out to help you guys think through it, miss, help you find some things maybe you missed. But also, we've had fans reach out and say, we, you know, they rewatch movies because of this podcast. And like, that's what it's about for me, too, is kind of going back, re-experiencing it and like being honest with yourself about why you, why you feel the way you do. I feel like that's what we're doing in here. So love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Scott, Andy, Carrie, listener, fans, we appreciate you. Thank you. Extra special thank you to our Patreon patrons. <laughs> And we'll see you when we get in here next time. Got plenty of things coming up in the rest of 2022, and we can't wait to see you again. Take it easy.